Hey, man, thanks for joining us on the show. Uh, how is everything going down? Where are you, in Melbourne? Yeah, I'm in northern suburbs, Melbourne. So, um, yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Melbourne's doing okay, I think, at the moment. Weather's been all right. Can't complain. So, it's good. Good times, man. Well, of course, uh, you're hitting the road this Feb in support of your latest single, Oblivion, and also celebrating 10-year anniversary, uh, which is amazing. Uh, man, captives, you've been crushing it for so long. Uh, it seems like a pretty great way to kick off the new year. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, yeah, it sort of snuck up on us a little bit. Like we, I don't think we realized it was 10 years until maybe uh, like late last year, like October, because we had last year was pretty hectic for us. Like tour, we did so many tours overseas and like I think we just got caught up in the in the touring schedule and we're like, holy shit, it's 10 years, like next year. So we're like, we probably should do something for that. Um, so yeah, we got, got the, got the guys together and put together a um, bit of a run of shows and then, yeah, it sort of just coincided with the release of the single as well. So it all sort of timed pretty nicely. How does the new single, uh, you know, how's that tie into your journey and, and where the band is at the moment? Yeah, I think our last two releases that we've done. So we did um, a release sort of mid last year, Shadow Cat. We did a, a collab with Rio Kinoshita from Crystal Lake and Gnosis, which was pretty cool. Um, and then Oblivion was done in the same session. So um, yeah, we wanted to get something a little bit different. And I think like compared to our <clears throat> previous stuff, it's definitely it's a little bit more raw. Um, it's definitely probably like similar to our earlier stuff where we were really sort of pissed off at the world and we wanted a bit more aggression and funnily enough like we're probably in the most like excited and happy space that we've been in but we're writing like some pretty angry music so I'm not sure how that ever works but that yeah both those releases are really cool and we're super proud of those where's it coming from where do you think that aggression is coming from that frustration and the you know, because obviously it's a good time. Like it's a good thing for for you guys to celebrate. I mean, obviously the ten years we said, and like last year kicked ass. You know, wh where's that? Is that other vibe coming from? I don't know. I don't think it's like the usual. We're just pissed off at the world kind of stuff. Like I don't think it's that at all. I would. I honestly think it was just like, um, just taste. Like I think we we'd done an album like two years ago, which was quite. Like we're super proud of that, but it was quite like poppy rocky and um, yeah, you just find yourself going in and out of like you ride the wave of this like softer sort of stuff. It was never soft stuff, but it's like um, you dip your toe in and then you're like, oh, we want to write something a little bit more aggressive. And <clears throat> I think the other thing is like when we started touring Asia um, in particular, like the heavier stuff goes like super well over there, which is great for us. Um so we were like, let's lean into that and see how that goes. And that's this that's sort of what we came up with. So do you think you picked up something over there? Like musically, like the other bands that you're playing with were pretty aggressive as you as you said, they love that stuff over there. You know, did yeah. something in the water, you're like, oh, I gotta bring some aggression back. Yeah. It's a, it's incredible scenes over there. Like we've done, we've been lucky enough to do japan a few times taiwan a few times and then we got to china late last year as well but 
the scene over there um, is incredible. Like, and the lineups are super, super diverse. Um, like you could have anything from like a, a reggae band to a metal band to a hardcore band to like, yeah, it's the lineups are super, super um, sort of like diverse. Um, but the scene over there for heavy music is unbelievable. Um, like bands that you would just not even hear about um, and they're absolutely crushing it. They're huge over there. And I think that was like a bit of a wake up call for us. It's like you, you, you tend to get caught up in the the bubble that is Australia. And because we've been doing it for 10 years, we're like, let's get out and try something new. And I think it's it almost just like restarts your career. Like you just get this energy from going to this new place. It's new music you've never heard. Mm. Meet so many cool people. Um, yeah, it's it's incredible. My best mate loves Japanese metal. Like he yeah. goes he goes to Japan like maybe twice, three times a year just to see bands. Like he loves bands like Love Bites and all that. And last time when he went to this underground club to see one metal band that he loves and he said that it was the it was like a mini festival and they had like mm-hmm. the diverse lineup and one of them was an idol band like what they call <laughs> idol bands which is like you know the the equivalent yeah. of an all-girl pop band or something like that and he said that yeah. everyone supports it you know what i mean here in australia or it wouldn't yeah no, it just wouldn't happen but over there it's 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 uh yeah very accepted yeah, we played a um, a show in, I'm going to say it was Taiwan. Yeah, Taiwan, maybe like six months ago. And the we we played first, so we opened. It was a really good show, but we played first. And then there was an idol band and then there was like a pop rock band. So it was, but the whole crowd gets into every band the same way. Like crazy. And they're there from start to finish. It's like, it's so, it's so cool. Apart from that, what have you noticed that sort of, been different touring over there apart from the scene and everything like that what's what's been the sort of challenges apart from obviously that and the language barrier in some places you know Mm. what have you sort of come up against i think like initially when you first start doing it like you you're literally going in blind like you you don't know what to expect at all um yeah you've got the language barrier um the logistics of just touring and you know you don't know what the venues are going to be like. Do you need a sound guy? Do you need a crew there? Like what, what are the other bands going to be like? So you're flying blind. Um, I think we've been lucky in a sense that every time we go somewhere new, like we just, you just make connections and you make fans and we've got a team almost on the ground um, in every place over there now. So our manager is actually based in Tokyo, um, Shunta, um, and we're working with a label based out of um, Shanghai, Ichigo Records. Um, so, yeah, we've we've been fortunate enough to, like, every time we go, we, we make a connection and we've sort of built our little team on the ground over there, which is, like, really, really cool. Is it true that they treat you really well over there? You know, in Australia, you sort of go, oh, you rise over there, it's a couple of beers, yeah, whatever. But, you know, over there, I've heard bands go and they treat you like uh, rock gods. Is that true? Yeah, that's yeah, totally true. Like, um, and probably the same goes for like, yeah, all the all the Asia countries we've, we've toured. It's, um, yeah, it's just the like from the venue owners to the sound guys to the crew. Like, everyone's super, 
super nice, uh, respectful. They'll do anything for you. Like if you need anything done on stage, they'll, they'll do it for you. Um, like nothing's a big task. Like if you want to move two amps to one side, they're like, yeah, we'll do that. Um, and then, yeah, it's just like the whole crew are just incredibly nice. Um, and they'll just do anything for you. And same for, same for like the fans, like the fans are lovely. Like they are there from start to finish. Everyone buys something. They love like grabbing something as like a memory to go to a gig. Mm. Um, and they'll just, I think <clears throat> just the culture, like they're just so open and happy to like tell you how much songs mean. And they, I think they really appreciate the effort that you're going to their country too. Yeah. I don't know how I'd go going to play in a place where the, the, the sound guy wasn't a surly bastard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd, it'd be weird. It'd be weird going, oh man, can I just have a little bit more here? And they just go, you know, without you, fuck off. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit it is a bit wild when you first go there. Like I think the first time we were in we've ever played over there was in Tokyo and um they do this thing over there where before you play, like you submit your songs with the tempos and like the mood of the song. And then they'll like build the, the light show around it. And often, often you'll find that the, the sound guys actually had like your songs. Yeah. He knows the songs. So like weeks out from the show, he would have known like he'd been listening to the songs and he knows the vibes of the songs. He knows where to like cue things in. Like it's crazy. That's so good. I, I yeah. dream to go to her there. There and Sonic are two of my like. That's like yeah. on my goal list. Man, good dream, living the dream, brother. But uh, <laughs> hey, man. Well, apart from that, you played with uh, these dudes. He's legend, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was with um with uh, the Hammers guys last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was awesome. We we did stay gold in in Melbourne and. Um, yeah, we're like best mates of the the Hammers guys, so they hooked us up with that one. And I think that actually coincided. Like, I think we played maybe a Friday night, and then the Saturday we flew straight to Japan. I think it was. was wow. Like yeah, that's so hectic. But that would have been a great show. I like. I saw him at Mo's here, and yeah. uh, and and the Brisbane one. Man, such a man. That was so good. <laughs> and the yeah, Hammers. Hey, shout out to hey, shout out to the Hammers boys. They're shout out. local legends. They are. Legends. We love them and we hang shit on each other just as much too. So it's <laughs> it's good. But yeah, the He's Legend show was really good. Like the drummer, um, Jesse's like one of my favorite drummers, and yep. sort of got to watch him from side of stage. And then um, I think at the end of the night, <clears throat> it's like one of those things. I wouldn't say they're like your idols, but they're like your peers. And, you know, he made an effort, came over and was like, awesome show, man. Like, that was fucking awesome. You're a great drummer. And I was like, whoa. Like, and then we ended up, I think it was me, him and Ruckus got a got a snap together. So that was a nice little little moment. Yeah, it's good. That's so good. And, of course, uh, you know, we were talking before 10 years. What do you what do you found has been the biggest victory from you for, for you guys and girls? Um, you know, touring internationally and everything like that. But has there been one moment where it sort of sunk in and you're going, This is this is a forever thing? 
Oh, it's hard to pin, pin moments, but I reckon like after doing this so long um, and, you know, there's, I, I think everyone would be lying if they said that like every day you want to get up and do this thing all the time because it's a lot of fucking work. Um, but I think probably last year, which is crazy because after nine years, like you'd think that you would find something earlier. <clears throat> um, we played our first overseas festival in, in Taiwan. Um, and it was to just a few thousand people. It's probably the biggest crowd we ever had. And, um, yeah, it was just incredible. Like two minutes before going up, we were just like, what are we doing? Like, we're so far from home playing the biggest show we've ever played. Um, and then we played, did that thing. And then our tour manager at the time, she was like, yeah, you've got to go to like the signing desk now. We're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. There's going to be two people there that are going to want anything from us. Uh, we went there. It was like an hour of just nonstop photos, signing stuff. Like it's just that moment where you're like, wow, this is worth it. Like this is pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd probably say that's, that's the biggest highlight we've ever had. And <clears throat> hopefully, hopefully some more stuff this year, which is, um, just around the corner, but, um, we're just trying to lock a few things in, but hopefully it'll be, um, another pretty cool year. Yeah. Awesome, man. Because I mean, the band is, is a family affair, right? You've got your brothers. In yeah. The yeah. With- Mitch and Aaron, um, we've been um in in from the start so yeah we've got the family affair so man that's crazy i mean how have you found that you know some bands you know don't, can't make that work being that it's family everybody <laughs> has, has it been a positive thing for you knowing you know it's it's yeah i think your brothers i think um it's got it's like pros and cons right like i think because your family nothing's ever like too personal and you can sort of like tear shreds off each other and tell like if someone writes something that's shit, you can just be like, that's that's shit. Like, and they won't, they'll take it personal, but you know, you might yell at each other for a few hours and then an hour later, you just, you just get on with it because you've done that your whole life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe if you ask the other guys in the band, they'd probably have a different, (laughs) but uh, no, it's good. I think, um yeah like touring together has been pretty pretty awesome and we've done some cool stuff from from the start so yeah i think it's more positives than uh negatives has it brought you closer together though do you think as brothers throughout the years you know you're in that situation where you know you have to work to work things through do you think that's Mm. no strength that bond that other people maybe wouldn't get never really thought of it but i guess so like you I've never, we've never like really known any different either though. So like the other two brothers have, they've had like a band maybe before this that they were in with a few guys, but Hmm. we've always played music together. So it's like for 20 years, it's like either just jamming at home back in Tassie. And, you know, I remember learning how to play drums with, with Mitch, our guitarist. We would just jam along to like, um, you know, Zeppelin or Chili, Chili's records and stuff. Um, but yeah, like we, I don't think we know any difference. So I guess, yeah, to answer the question, probably like, but don't know any difference. So hard, hard to say. Was it a, was it 
a, a very musical family growing up, like in family environment, you know, before yeah. we really started getting into playing? Yeah, like our old man, he was forever, like, and he still does, like, forever just playing music. Like, I can remember growing up and, you know, getting out of bed at, like, eight, seven or eight in the morning there's a record spinning all through breakfast, get home, having dinner, he'll put a record on. And then on the weekend, like, our weekends just used to revolve around hanging out and just, you know, putting the next best song on, like, just queuing up tracks on the weekend and that's it's still the same now. Like I just got back from, from Christmas and it was the exact same thing. Um, you're just queuing up songs and having a beer and talking about, Oh, this is the new Springsteen record. Like check this out. And he's like, show me a new track. So oh, um, yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that's dad. And like mum's pretty similar as well. Like she loves the music. And then I think, yeah, we just kind of just got thrown in, thrown into it, but yeah, mum and dad can't play instruments at all but we somehow just like i don't know plucked plucked some form of form of musicianship somewhere i don't know yeah they, they must be proud as fuck though you know what i mean they must be like hey my my boys they're they're touring the world you know like yeah i know. think i think it yeah it must be pretty cool for them like <clears throat> um and because like uh, like the three brothers thing as well like that's probably cool for them i guess um but yeah they're gonna they don't get to that many shows these days but they're coming to i think hopefully they're going to come to two of the shows on the 10-year tour so that'd be that'd be pretty rad having them in the crowd get them up should get them up get i don't think we get a song <laughs> no yeah i reckon get your mom your dad could probably scream some stuff Love the it. old man loves a a spinal tap tune here and there. So maybe we get him up for something like that. Big bottom or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get a get a five five neck bass on him. <laughs> get him to come out of the <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you mentioned you got some plans cooking up for the new year that we're in. It's weird saying that. Yeah. But, uh, mm. You know, is there any little little hints you can drop? Any any news? I think it'll be pretty soon. Um, will be something international wise that will. I don't want to like drop it just yet because it's like it's almost a done deal. But if I say it and it doesn't happen, I don't then want to it's jinx just, it, eh? Yeah, I know. I don't want to jinx it, but um, yeah, I think hopefully get the ten year tour bowled over and then um. We're working on some new music as well. Um, but yeah, hopefully back overseas like pretty soon. I think it'd be another another good year. It should be fun. Yeah, kick ass, man. Kick ass. So new music, is it albums, singles? What's the sort of focus from here on? Um, I think this year we're gonna like last year was so flat out that we just like it was really hard to find time to like get in that headspace of writing new music like we've <clears throat> i think we find that if we're not stationary and like in that zone it's really hard to write anything good like you can write stuff but it's just you come back to it a week later and it just it's just not there um so i think we've sort of had a chat pre-chrissy around um get the tour done and and do a few things but maybe block a bit of time this year to actually get a solid block of writing done because i think that's when we'll 
find a few um, cool ideas to play with. But we've, <clears throat> we've been writing and um, jamming a few ideas here and there. But I think once we have some time to to spend on it, it'll be yeah, a little little a little better, I think. Um, but yeah, in terms of like singles, EPs, album, I think I think it'll be singles, maybe an EP. We'd love to do an EP. Um, we was thrown around the idea of maybe going overseas and recording with with someone cool, but um, yeah, that's just an idea at the moment. We'll see what happens. Hey man, I'm I'm excited for you. It's gonna be cool. But uh, yeah. in the meantime, we're gonna see you uh, up this way very very soon. Uh, what's the date? I had the dates here, but then I uh, didn't write it down. You you gotta have the dates. Hey man, help me. I the dates here. Super super fucking professional of me right here. We can edit this. It's fine. No, I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. So <laughs> see how shit I am. I am pulling the tool poster up. Hang on. Uh, so we are up your way at Moe's Desert Clubhouse, Feb seventeenth. The Sep- yeah, the Saturday night. That's the one. That's that the is one. the one. And what are the yeah. other dates? Do you want to spruik the other dates where you're there? You got them there in front of you? Because I, I have sure, but I don't. Uh, so we, I do. So we're kicking off. On Feb 2nd, that's in Devonport, Tassie. So that's our old original hometown, which mm-hmm. we bad. Can't wait to get back and see all the fans and <clears throat> friends and family. It'd be, be pretty cool. Uh, then we the next night, we play Hobart um, with some really cool bands, cool venue down there. It's quite small, so that'll be fun. Um, and then flying weekend, we're up in Sydney at the Duke. It's a free show. Um and then, yep, then we come up your way, see you at Moe's. If, you, if, you, if you're coming out, let us know, sure. Uh, and then we finish with a, I guess it's our hometown now. It's um, in Melbourne. We're doing the Bergie brand, band room on the 24th of Feb. Awesome. So we're awesome. Yeah. Should have had you reading it like a news, you know, like a... Teleprompter. Maker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but hey, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it. I should yeah have a little green screen on you, but um, hey man, it's gonna be kick ass, and I uh want to wish you all the best, you and the team band, and uh go kick some ass, and I'll see you on the seventeenth at Mo's, my friend. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Thanks for the chat.